0: Hello and welcome to a Taylor's Tales podcast. This is Chris's Corner, I'm your host Chris Taylor and welcome back to a brand new episode. This week it's the Christmas special of course and this year as you can see or those who are just listening I'm wearing a very comfortable Christmas jumper with reindeers, Christmas trees, a nice white with a navy uh, colour to it that's extremely comfortable, as I, as I said, but also I've got to bring in the Christmas spirit this year. No, it's not as good as me dressing up as Santa like last year. Those who are lucky enough to see me or those who are not as lucky, please go check out that episode. It was so much fun to dress up as Santa Claus and bring some Christmas cheer to, once again, a very COVIDy Christmas where people weren't as able to connect as they are this year. So we must also, let's all thank our lucky stars, those of us who are not in China, that we can Celebrate Christmas this year and have and be with our friends and family without any restrictions and without any of the government getting involved in how we spend our t- free time. So Christmas can be Christmas this year, and I've really noticed it. The build-up to Christmas has been fantastic. The decorations in my new op- outside my new apartment in the local area has been brilliant to see build-up. Stuff that I haven't seen in a couple of years. Stuff that I haven't been able to appreciate the build-up to Christmas because of the amount of time I've been spending uh, indoors due to the coronavirus. And straight after christmas of last year going into foreign countries and traveling this year it's brought a great appreciation for me personally to be grounded and be back in britain for christmas to truly enjoy a true christmas a true time of year you know i've been blasting out the music get that wham out right now get that wham out we're gonna be Playing some of that last christmas music we're going to be getting some of those clips in for all of my favorite uh clips from christmas where we've got of course uh, so many references to be to be going through through for christmas this year as always i shall be watching muppets christmas carol with my sister on christmas eve it is a yearly ritual that we always watch Muppet's Christmas Carol, and I will be chucking in some of my favourite Muppet's Christmas Carol clips throughout this podcast. And if you don't like Muppet's Christmas Carol, or me saying it as quickly and fast as that, then beware, there shall be more. Oh, there goes Mr. Humbug, there goes Mr. Grimm. If they gave a prize for being mean, the winner would be him. <laughs> uh, if you're not a Christmas head like me, I'm sorry that you you don't have what I've had over the years. I've realised how lucky I am in terms of how much fun I have around the festive season. Uh, my powers double at Christmas time. <laughs> my powers have doubled since the last time we met, Count. Uh, I know, but no. In all seriousness, my family. I've realised now have made. This time of year, extremely special for me. Ever since I was a kid, every Christmas has been fantastic. I have never had a bad Christmas. doesn't matter whether it was COVID or not. doesn't matter what age I've been. I'm now 27, and I, next year I shall be 28, and I have had 27, you know, it, I'm assuming this Christmas is going to be amazing because it always is, uh, 27 amazing Christmases, and... I understand now by speaking to friends who aren't as Christmassy as I am, or family, or whoever it is uh, I've spoken to, that they just don't have that same vibe. And I feel, I feel bad, I feel like I'm bringing the, you know, if you're gonna get something from me, I think number one, uh, my parents, every time. They put, they've put so much effort in ever since I was getting, it's exhausting for them they're, they're tired of it after 27 years so I'm finally getting my thumb out and actually helping out this year by cooking uh, Christmas food and Christmas dinner with the help of my lovely mother to be able to get bring the, the energy but also to actually help out and not feel like I'm just a leech on the side, just like, I'm, and this is all for me, this is my Christmas, Christmas year, it's all mine. And and that's what it can, obviously as you're a kid, you shouldn't really have any sort of involvement because you're just getting in the way a little bit. Yes, you can help out and do the washing up afterwards, which is what my sister and me begrudgingly did every Christmas after Christmas dinner. But uh, this year, it's my time to do both and to also help out with the cooking and to push my father aside and say, I am the alpha of the house now. (laughs) No, really. Uh, the the fun thing about cr- being able to take a little bit more accountability and involvement in the Christmas period. Also, I've got some. I, I can't show them at the moment. Maybe maybe if I reach out into the mic, can I? Let's see. Oh. Yeah, there we go. I've got some fantastic wrapping paper. For those who are just listening, I'm sorry. You'll you'll hear the lovely tapping of uh, Christmas wrapping paper. Uh, but you will not see the brilliant, brilliant recyclable uh, Father Christmas wrapping paper that I have bought this year. I uh, got it off Amazon, of course. But I made sure that I was going to make it, you know, be, be thoughtful a little bit. Recyclable paper. I know it's going to China anyway. I'm very aware of that. But it's, it's morally, morally ethical in my brain. So, you know. Karma will get me somehow. It'll it'll hit me. But anyway, the point being is, fun Christmas wrapping. Uh, I try to just get my wrapping done, I don't know about you, as quickly as possible, but also uh, not without making it look too bad in terms of appearance and and aesthetic. Uh, I do love my family, but also, for me, cards and wrapping paper can feel a little bit arduous, but I'm going to do it anyway, you know. Uh, Anyway, put, put that down. Point being is this is that Christmas is about effort, putting in a little bit more for your family, you know, spending some money on them and giving. Because I've said in previous podcasts, the best previous podcast got you can tell that I recently had a cold and I'm not fully there yet, but uh, I totally believe that the best part of Christmas is the giving part. It's in the singing of a street corner choir It's going home and getting warm by the fire It's true wherever you find love It feels like Christmas It's true wherever you find love It feels like Christmas It feels like Christmas it feels like Christmas! <laughs> and that the gifts, yes, receiving some, you know, getting some gifts from, from other people is fantastic. We always love that. But it's very, uh, as an adult, as you get out of childhood and you are in your later 20s or even early 20s for that matter, because I started loving it as I, I got into my early 20s as well, is giving gifts is so much more fun. Uh, you feel like you're, it's a rebuttal for your friends and family to say, ha, you know, all these years you've put all this effort in, it's time for me to give you some back and and, and feel like there's almost a sort of payment without really, you know, the negative side, obviously. You, You don't do tick for tack, you don't just, you know, it's not some sort of thought. like There's always that uh, Christian idea like, I'm going to do good so I can get into heaven. It's not like that at all. It's going to be, I do good because it makes me feel good. And yes, there's always that lovely ideological friggin, you do things because you makes you feel good, therefore it's not really doing good things and blah 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 blah. No, just do good things. It's fine. It's like, do things for other people doesn't necessarily mean that you're a terrible human being who's <laughs> doing it purely for your own self-absorption which could possibly be uh, put forward in today's society i wouldn't be surprised if that becomes a thing christmas is evil because uh, you're giving and you're doing it purely for yourself and this is a solely anti-giving unloving period of time watch it watch it happen watch it you, you'll, be, you'll be saying like kanye saying i love christmas everybody <laughs> Oh dear, I shouldn't be taking the pick of that. It's still funny. It's still... It's good times. Um, there's also, like, some of the my favourite memories come from Christmas. Always, again, bring it back to, to family. Family, a big vibe. And not everyone has what I have. And I've I started to realise how lucky I am as I've got older. I've got a great set of group of people around me. Friends, family. And Christmas for me is always a fun time of year. And I don't know... If that's going to be forever, I'm hoping to recreate this in my own family one day. I, I really do. I think that for me, it's just that time of year. Like you know, January and February are going to be quite an arduous, pe- like a quite a, a tough period of time. So you've got to make the most of it for now. You know, making these memories they last forever. You know, and as soon as you can hear the the Christmas music and the feel good vibes, I think the main thing is I don't work in retail anymore. So. I say anymore I did work like two and a half years when I was it's not two and a half it's probably about three three years in total uh so I'm really glad not to be in that part of the world because that is uh obviously a extremely rough uh a place in business to be when you're you're working at this time of year because it is just go 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 sales 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 and obviously I feel for those who are working in that uh part that sector it is not an easy it's probably the hardest job to do and I, I genuinely I mean that, obviously, apart from the NHS, which... Anyway, we're not jumping out to, to play on the friggin' Virtue bandwagon. Fuck that. Let's move that out of the way for a second. Point being is this. Uh, having the ability to enjoy this period of time, take some time off, rest, recover. I mean, for the, for the guy like me, uh, again, I, it's a bit of a caveat for seeing as I've been off for the majority of this year. I have not been working. I have been doing my own thing, enjoying nine months off work, and I've only been back at work for three? No, September, October, November, December. So four months, and it, it feels like three. doesn't feel like four. It feels like it's gone really quickly. Uh, obviously, having some time off will extend that. And I'll be into the fifth month in January, the 18th. I think the 18th. No, January the fifth, sorry, January the fifth. So that's mad. And I've realized now is that that, a lot of people give the nine to five a whole negative vibe. I've realized for me, it really suits me. It's, It's, you know, I just have this ability to just learn see new things, see new opportunity, make some serious money, realize that that you're, you know, you're doing well financially, you have your own place, all of these things that you wouldn't be able to do. Uh, there's also doing this YouTube channel and doing the, the podcast and doing running and weightlifting, all of the things that I get to do in my free time as well, that really make me realize, like, I just, you know, if I, if I was to quit my job tomorrow, for instance, you said to me, what well, what would you, you do for me personally that I, I wouldn't, I, I found out this year that after the nine months, I was like, and, you know, I'm just filling time here, um, and and I'm not a, an entrepreneurial person who comes up with brand new ideas. Like I loved b- taking the time to be able to get into journaling and self improvement, but I'm not the person who's going to be creating a brand massive business. Like I love the idea that one day maybe this podcast might make me uh, a dollar, <laughs> but that's about it really, and. I've realized that I should be focusing on, my free time should be my passions, and your passions can, you know, they drive you anyway. They don't really require any financial, uh, what would you call, financial backing, financial, um, mm, I don't know, You're targeting goals, financial nothing along those lines. For me personally, uh, the job that I work in now suits me down to a T, suits my personality, and I'm not, you know freaking out about it or anything on those lines zero anxiety zero uh talk to me about it in a year's time we'll see if it, we'll come to, we'll come back to it next december and i'll probably give a review of the year there as well so it is the christmas period and i've talked about all the amazing things that come out of this year uh, and i'm so glad like i said COVID's, covid is behind us now we can enjoy this festive period of enjoy the amazing food that's going to be put together you're going to enjoy the company with your family it doesn't matter whether you're celebrating christmas or not the festive season the holiday season where you have some time off spend it with your friends spend it with your families go for a few drinks or if you don't drink go spend time with other people and get together that's the main thing and if if you if you didn't learn anything from the covid period is that Being able to see friends and family is important, and you might not always get that opportunity. Uh, One thing that that's something that I've really appreciated is the fact that I get to see people, and I can just be like, "Do so-and-so, do you want to meet up? And they'll be like, yeah, we can meet up, and there won't be any sort of, oh, I have to travel three hours via public transport from the middle of nowhere uh, to be able to get to you. No, it's just hop outside or walk out my front door and i I can get there that is lovely um there's also the fact that i'm learning to drive at the moment and it's not as terrifying as it used to be which is great i'm I'm finally getting over that hump and getting over that uh, mental barrier that i had which is going to increase my freedom even more which is lovely the festive back to the festive season as well is that with christmas as well for me personally there's the the songs the the old school movies the just the vibe i mean a lot of people like to watch die hard this time of year it's not festive i think even bruce willis said that it's not a christmas movie die hard is not a christmas movie you can still watch it i still think that any sort of film that is happening within the festive season could be argued to be a festive movie, but who knows? We're not going to go down that path. Point being is that there's the festive films to be watching right now, and there's also all of the things that come with Christmas as well. A lot of people take it to be the drinking season. Uh, I will not. I'll be having a few beers with friends. That's about it. I'm not going out of my way to get plastered, uh, as, not, as a lot of people normally do, and they use this as an excuse for this period to get basically hammered uh, and forget all the memories that they're trying to make. (laughs) It also... um... I mean, I get it, it's social lubricant as well. There's also the fact that you can have a good time, reduce the anxiety, increase the confidence and, and go from there. But I have enough extra version of my life to be able to uh, feed the 500 uh, in terms of uh, extra extra energy as well. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna even need to, to worry about that. I also find that after a couple of beers, I get quite tired. Don't know about people, if, if you find the same thing, but for, for me, after a couple of like three beers, you give me an hour, that's it, I wanna go to bed. I'm just absolutely knackered. It doesn't do the same thing. If I have a coffee, I'm like, woof, zoom. And by implementing the Andrew Huberman uh, little uh, side side tip, he said to not drink any coffee until you've been up for a couple of hours, which I've implemented now. And it's changed the way I do work. I no longer get tired in the afternoons. And so coffee for me now is just a win-win situation. There are no downsides to it. I don't get any horrible retractions from it. I've decreased my coffee amounts. I can even just do one coffee in a day and then just reap the benefits just from doing one and just drinking decaf or even just green tea and just getting to that point. So that's also fun. Uh, Christmas brings in the great mulled wine as well. Another alcoholic beverage, but one that brings out the best. There's also the delicious Uh, mince pies which turns out that uh, mince pies used to be like a a cauldron of mince uh, that they used to serve which is kind of weird fact weird fact there that's something i saw recently and there's also so many facts in my christmas calendar that i'm seeing that there was like a 6.8 mill i can't 68 meter uh i think it was like christmas tree or it was no something crazy i think it was either a, a gingerbread house as well was like there was a world record gingerbread house in 2013 that was like massive i'm not gonna give you the exact uh meters because i can't remember off the top of my head. I, I look at my christmas ca- calendar like everyone else i go oh that's nice that's a cool fact forget it and then just go oh chocolate Ha. Nom, 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 nom. <laughs> and then that's it but that's just uh that's obviously my sweet tooth kicking in i get to indulge myself uh on christmas and as i've been on a quite a clean uh lean bulk as i would call it or just in bulking season I've been doing really well lately and I don't know about you Christmas period for some could be a time where they overindulge and overdo it and come back for that new year and immediately think it's time to get on a diet or get on some sort of you know some sort of quick fix to be able to get themselves back into shape. I'm here to say that for me personally I never think about the Christmas period as a negative anymore in terms of food or what type of food I'm gonna be eating. I don't actually even track during the Christmas period anymore because it's more about having fun and enjoying what you're doing and, in, and not placing boundaries on yourself. If you are overweight and you are unhappy with your body, the Christmas period is probably not the best time for you to be able to find that consistency, as I would say. And in January, yes, you can, I would say always start now when it comes down to taking that first step into the fitness scene. But if you're already starting, and if you were gonna start from a clean slate, it would probably be best to do it on January the 1st, once all of the festive period is over because of what you're being surrounded by. And environment does have consequences in terms of determining how things come out for you. So keep that in mind, environment does have an effect on you. And if you are trying to stay good over the Christmas period, I would say relax a bit. Take it back a little bit. For me personally, uh, obviously, I like to stay in good shape year round. I'm going to con- continue to exercise over the Christmas period. I haven't stopped, I won't stop now. The only times I've been taking time off this year is through illness, uh, so I won't be stopping anytime soon. And for me, the Christmas period is a great time to be out outside as well. It's lovely fresh air down in Dorset, Wiltshire area. And I'll be getting out and going on long walks after that huge amount of food I'll be consuming. And it's always good for digestion as well to go for walks after big meals as well. So there's that, so there's the added bonus of that. It's also a good way of getting into a good habit before you go into uh, January, which is for me, the January and February for me, Because of the dreariness of those two seasons, I see them as perfect times to focus in on fitness, really drive in some goals and get prepared for summer. There's also, there are two periods of time that you don't really need to spend a lot of money on. January and February are times where you can focus on you and actually focus on your goals. Uh, For me, December, yeah, you spend a little bit of money on your friends and family and you overdo it a little bit january and february roll around you can use those as perfect months to be able to settle and almost be like a karma balance sheet and you can look at it as saying right december was a little bit of an overhaul january and february are going to make up for it and i'm going to be in the green afterwards and can use it that way obviously i'm not saying this works for everybody but it works for me mentally speaking and i can take uh after seeing so many friends and family over this period of time i can take this time to isolate myself a little bit work on some personal make more podcasts make more uh stuff uh to focus even more on my fitness and focus in on just chilling out and not spending so much money because for me, moving into the new apartment, obviously everything costs new money. You have to buy new clothes, new, uh, well, you don't have to buy new clothes. But for me personally, I realized after living in the middle of nowhere for two years, I didn't have enough clothes. Um, and that they were mainly summer because I'd spent <laughs> the majority of my time for 2022 in warm hot countries (laughs) and even in the uk when i was here it was warm and hot and it was in above 16 degrees majority of the time so i was wearing shorts and t-shirts so i didn't really need to have any winter gear Uh, and i realized how lacking i was this year when it came down to the minus four degrees we recently had and so there was that as well oh hoo let me play a sad song for you on the world's smallest violin but there's now the January period coming up and I'm prepared. Um, you know, February period I'm prepared. I've got I've got new gloves. I've got jumpers. I've got coats, jackets to be able to keep me warm during the period of time. And there'll be a good investment for next year as well when I'll be around here at this similar time. Anyway, enough about that silly stuff. Point being is, for me, the lean box going really well. I'm focusing in on uh, nutrition on getting really good sources, clean carbohydrates, rice, potatoes, uh sprouts and broccoli and uh, good apples and raspberries eating those sort of good clean carbs in terms of fruits vegetables and what you would call energy carbohydrates coming from rice and potatoes trying to uh, oh there's also bread as well bread's my naughty naughty thing i mean for me personally i don't have an agenda against bread anymore i'm not doing any sort of ketogenic diet anymore that was the 2018 me, or should it yeah, 2018 me back then. Uh, what I will say is that it's really good to be able to focus in on just the all-around healthy stuff. I know fitness and food can become almost uh, find what's works for you, but also find the foods that you know are healthy. You know, You know deep down in your heart you know what's healthy and you know what's not healthy. So for me personally, I'm eating a lean source of meat at lunchtime, eating a lean... Uh, carbohydrate like rice so it's chicken rice and sprouts or chicken rice and broccoli I know that's the basic fitness influencer but I I, you know I put salt and stuff like that and paprika on my chicken and I, I keep it for me personally lunch for me I don't know about you but lunch is just boring I just don't enjoy lunch for me I have to kind of force myself to eat something at lunch breakfast I love dinner I love Lunch is just a waste of time, in my opinion. It's not the best meal of the day. It is probably the worst meal of the day. Controversial opinion for those who like lunch or brunch or whatever. Like, brunch is great because it's breakfast and lunch, but lunch on its own is just... I just think of sandwiches and I just think, it's just a waste of time, personally. Uh, So I have to put a meal in there that I have to eat. When I'm cutting down, it's less so. It's less, uh, less of an issue because, obviously, I've got less calories to work with. So I'm just eating what I can but when I'm on a bulk like I am now where I'm weighing in at like 87 kg uh, and still lean and I still need to gain more mass uh, and I've only got two more months to do it I, th- I think I've got three more kilograms to put on uh, by the end of February my goal is 90 kilograms and keeping it a lean body mass of like the max I want to go to is 15 percent body, b- body fat uh, I'm at 14.5 at the moment, according to the scales, and I haven't gone up on that. Like, even as I've fluctuated in weight upwards, uh, upwards of 87 kg, that being it's an intriguing sort of process to go through where I've not been this good at you know tracking before so I've done really good cuts but I've never done a really good bulk I've I've always I've done two bulks before and they failed miserably they've been pretty bad like they haven't been effective they've been non-effective in terms of putting on body mass and also increasing my weights I mean for instance today uh, my squat is awful at the moment I, I am having to get back into squatting and my my squat like is ATG. It's arse grass. I don't do any of that freaking half squat shit. That's not real. Anyone who tells you that they're squatting, however much, and they're doing that fucking, you know, half chair fucking looking squat. Sorry for the swearing, but I, it gets me f- infuriated because a squat to me is what you would see when you're not doing any weight at all. You're doing the squat to the floor sort of thing. If you see someone's lack of uh, mobility, uh, then. To me, that just means they're not stretching enough, not practicing and enough air squats as well. For instance, if you wanna really see if someone's got the mobility and also has the movement and understanding of a proper squat, they'll actually do it without any weight, and they'll be able to go and do and perform an ATG squat. So there's that. Uh, moving away from my bias, because that is definite bias, by the way. For anyone listening or watching, that is 100% bias. But point being is this, For me, I was getting, I had 110 kg and it was, for me, I got five reps out of it and it felt pretty good today and it feels, and it was not feeling good previously. And I think it's because of the increased calories that I'm slowly increasing that squat up and up and again. I'm going to get it to 140 kg by the end of the winter. I know for a fact, because that's why I was squatting before, it's just that I've had to make sure that I'm also, you know, maintaining my speed for my running as well because obviously as you get heavier, it becomes harder to run. For me, I can see there's a slight decrease in my speed, obviously because I'm putting on more weight, but also at the same time, I'm seeing an increase in my ability to deal with weights, and I'm also not seeing that much of a difference in terms of my lean body mass, like still able to see all my abs, still able to feel quite lean and shredded. So there's that as well. So, you know, this is a positive message for people out there who are quite scared of bulking. Uh, If you can find meals that are clean so for, for instance in the evenings i'm gonna tonight i'm gonna go have a steak gonna have some uh air fried potatoes gonna have a bagel gonna have some sprouts get those greens in and i'm gonna have some yogurt and some and an apple and for me that's you know a-okay all good from there and That will keep me satiated until, I mean, that's another thing as well. I'm eating 3,250 calories and I've got to increase it to 3,500 next month. And I don't know how I'm going to bloody do it. Because eating clean foods, no one tells you about this, but it's actually quite difficult to be able to get those sort of calories in without resorting to some sort of what I would call unclean foods. Uh, And for me personally, I don't want to resort to that in any way shape because I feel great. I feel good. So why would I want to chuck stuff into my body that I know for a fact is gonna cause me some sort of issue? For instance, I've made myself lactose intolerant because I don't drink milk anymore. (laughs) And every time I have milk, I'm like, obviously, you know, feeling the repercussions and the, so the only dairy I really eat is from skier yogurt, and that doesn't have huge amounts of lactose in it, it's not like massive, and it's only like one pot, uh, either that or my, you know, the protein bars I get from Aldi, but for, for me personally, it's just like, it just works, you know, I it, and I don't know how I'm going to do it, I'm probably going to just have to increase my peanut butter intake, which at the moment I'm already having like 45 grams in the morning with my porridge, which is you know, a lot in itself. So yeah, I'm just gonna have to increase the fats. Put some oil, avocado, avocado. It's gonna have to be avocado. I'm gonna have to chuck that avocado into the lunch. Get to Del Taco. They got a new thing called Free Free, free Shavakadoo. Put it into the the rice and the protein because I'm already eating like 350 grams of. Uh, carbs every single day eating 250 grams of protein I only need 200 grams of protein anyway so it feels like I'm just going to have to increase that fat anyway I'm droning on about uh, food a little bit there and as you can see from what I've talked about there is that Going into the Christmas period, I don't really need to think about what I'm gonna be eating over with my family. Yes, there'll be lots of chocolate. Yes, there'll be lots of drinking and boozing. And yes, after a while, I'll probably feel sick from the amount of food I've eaten. But nonetheless, after that coma is over, I'll be able to go into the new year knowing that I've got a plan in mind, financially, physically. All of these things, mentally as well, and plans for the podcast. I'll pre-create some, and and I haven't even, you know, talked about this. I'm not recording on this on Christmas Day. This is in my apartment. I will be heading down to Dorset, down into the beautiful countryside to spend with my family. I will not be in... I shall probably cut that out. I'm not giving away my location anytime soon. That's probably not the best thing to do for strangers on the internet, because I will be found... (laughs) People are James Bond nowadays. You know, they're spies. They're, they'll find anything. But uh, not. that I'm thinking that bad of you. So I shouldn't. I probably shouldn't think that uh, that that worse of the listener and the viewer. Who's who's watching me right now? Friends and family. Don't worry. I'm not. I'm not being that mean. Point being is this is that I'm feeling good. I think this is one of my favorite times of year it is always going to make me think of Santa Claus coming to town. Okay people, tomorrow morning, 10am, Santa's coming to town! Santa! Oh my god! Santa being around and just an all-round positive vibe, which I always want to put forward because in the world at the moment we've got enough negativity, we need lots of positivity, we need optimism. We don't need pessimism in this world right now. It's what I'm looking for. I'm always on the lookout uh, in, in my life and I will continue to be looking into that in the future. So I hope you're gonna have a fantastic Christmas or festive season, where you spend lots of time with friends and family, where you have uh, a great Christmas jumper on or some sort of great uh, outfit that you're gonna be putting together. And I just hope, hope all the happiness in the world for you, because I know for a fact that I am. So, this has been the Taylor's Tales Podcast. This has been Chris's Corner. I've been your host, Chris Taylor. And as always, I hope to see you this time next week. Bye now. Even if I wanted to go, my schedule wouldn't allow it. Four o'clock, wallow in self-pity. Four thirty, stare into the abyss. Five o'clock, solve world hunger. Tell no one. Five thirty, jazza's 6.30, dinner with me. I can't cancel that again. 7 o'clock, wrestle with myself loathing. I'm booked. Of course, if I want the loathing to nine, I could still be done in time to lay in bed, stare at the ceiling and slip slowly into madness. But what would I wear?